This is Bedside, a podcast series on a mission to debunk sex. I'm your host, Tatiana, and each week we'll uncover stories, ideas, routines, and expert information to help guide you on your ever-evolving journey of good sex. We believe that through democratizing sexual wellness, we can shift cultural taboos and make way for authentic and limitless access to pleasure, joy, and connection to the body. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bedside Podcast. I'm so excited to come to you this week with a solo episode. I was really inspired to do a bit of a recap of 2022, go into intention setting for 2023, and this is a process that I do every year, and I was writing different notes throughout the holiday in my phone about my process and different things I wanted to get to, and I realized wow, this would be a really fun episode to share with you guys. So I figured let's get into how to intention set and specifically how to do it in a way that doesn't feel so urgent, that doesn't feel so, I don't know, hallmarky as I sometimes feel the new year tends to resonate with many of us. Like we're like, oh, I have to immediately get to the gym. I have to go, go, go. I have to kickstart my life. Everything is wrong. I have to fix everything. And I just feel like that messaging is so outdated and it honestly is really stale to me. And it wasn't ever, it's never made me feel good about manifesting and goal setting. And so I realized that I kind of have a little bit of my own process that hopefully I can share with you guys today. So we'll get into that in a bit. But before we do so, I want to do some quick housekeeping. First and foremost, as many of you guys know, I am working on launching a sexual wellness company in 2023, which is a crazy manifestation of mine that I am working on. And you better believe it is filled on my intentions of 2023 list. But as I work on building this amazing company, I really want to do it with you guys by your side. I feel like the modern consumer doesn't really want to have this voice of authority over them. They want to feel like a brand is with them side by side. And I've always firmly believed in this. And so I want you guys to be an absolute part of building this company with me. And I hope to be able to share more details as soon as I can. I got to keep things under wrapped under wrap for a little bit longer. But in the meantime, I made a survey that I'm linking in the show notes and also in my Instagram bio, which I would love for you guys to take. It's a quick one to two minute survey all about your sexual wellness routines, your wellness habits. It's really fun. And there is a section to opt in your email if you want to become a part of our early stage tester community. So that would mean that you opt in and you would become a part of a group where you would get sent other surveys, polls, anything that we're beta testing. So I'm really excited about building this and creating a group of people who we can just kind of create an awesome, trusted space to really develop product that is so needed in this world, especially around sexual wellness. So I'm really excited about that. Be sure to go and take that survey. It's so quick. It'll take literally a minute, guys. Um, And it's in the show notes. I'll link it there for you to easily click into. Also, my last and final note on housekeeping here really quick is that everything in this episode has been summed up into a 2023 reset ritual worksheet. So everything that I'm about to get into has a tangible worksheet, which I'm also linking in the show notes and on my Instagram. So if you want to do this worksheet based off of everything that I'm sharing today, you can easily download that. It's a freebie and you can print it. You can put it on your iPad, do it online if that's more your speed, or if you just want to listen to this episode and then eventually do this reset your own way, that works too. But I figured why not make a fun worksheet because we all love to be able to have little freebies and tangible items. All right, guys. Well, with that said, let's get into this episode. I'm really excited about it. 
My favorite gift that I gave everybody this holiday season was the Mindful Intimacy card game by Wanderlust. It's a game for couples to deepen their connection and learn more about each other's desires and explore new adventures in bed. There are 138 conversation prompts and action cards. They're divided into two levels, 69 cards each, and they're for all types of relationships to ignite the spark. Level one of the card game is all about warming things up, getting date night started with fun romantic prompts to break the tension, while level two explores your deeper desires, getting into spicier prompts that guide conversations around sex and adventures in bed. It's perfect for date nights, quality time, and super easy to play. Head over to wanderlust.co backslash bedside and use the discount code bedside at checkout. That's wanderlust.co backslash bedside using bedside at checkout. B-E-D-S-I-D-E. 2023 Reset Ritual. As I said earlier, I feel like I've kind of developed my own process for manifesting and intention setting, and it's very different than, well, it's not too different, but it has a different tone than how I feel like normal goal setting is prescribed. And mine really comes down to this concept of reframing resolutions. And I feel like that's where I really want to start with you guys is for me, this concept of resolutions has always felt very, very rigid. And maybe that's because like I am a 90s baby. A lot of the messaging that I grew up with was kind of around like all of the magazines telling you to be skinnier and like go on these fad diets. And I feel like that's how I've always correlated New Year's resolutions. Like it almost has felt like this fad diet of manifesting. And I realized that I just didn't resonate with the concept of setting resolutions. Instead, I've always really identified with intention setting, which I think falls a lot more in line with my own manifestation process and with a lot of different manifestation processes out there. And I think to me, resolutions feel strict. They feel like shoulds. They feel like I should be doing this. I, according to XYZ expectation, I should look this way. I should feel this way. And it feels like it's just this fixed idea versus the concept of intentions to me, it feels like it's flexible. It feels like you have an idea of something, a vision of something, a place you want to go, things you want to do, but it's not this one way of doing it, right? Like you're letting go of that rigid outcome. And to me, intention setting allows the outcome to appear however it should be revealed to you. So it feels flexible and in all honesty, I think it feels really authentic, which is where I also kind of see the line in the sand between intentions and resolutions. Intentions to me feel really authentic, like they're coming from this core part of you, this deep innate desire of you, and resolutions to me feel kind of like (laughs) ego-based. They feel like, again, the shoulds, I should be this way. It almost feels like this surface layer of goal setting versus really getting to the core or to the heart of something that you truly crave. So I kind of want to give you guys that reframe because what I really don't love about this concept of the new year is it feels like by the time it's January 1, like if you don't have your lists together, if you don't have your things in order, it's too late. Like it just feels so urgent and it feels like this crazy rushed timeline that, you know, I think a classic example is, I think it's a statistic that the most traffic at the gym is the first two weeks of January and then there's a lot of drop off and so that's how I almost like correlate this I'm like oh it's just this quick urgent rush let's go 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 but it's not this lasting plan that actually has structure and foundation to it that's going to last more than that two-week rush at the gym right so I kind of want to give us just a moment here in this reframe of intention setting that let's drop the timeline of things because 
I think there's such power and potency to when you can really take your time establishing your intentions, getting to the heart of things, writing things down, revisiting them, you know, maybe evaluating, oh wait, I wrote that down, but I'm realizing that actually is less important than maybe this other thing. So I think like really letting your intentions marinate has a lot of efficacy and from there you can really create like a powerful way of implementing things that truly matter to you that you're empowered and fucking excited about and that can honestly be incorporated into your lifestyle that feels true to you so it's not about a quick fix it's about these larger impactful lifestyle changes that actually have meaning to you there's that that's kind of my Stand me standing on my soapbox about resolutions, but I really mean it. And I kind of get a little bit more into this in the worksheet, like I mentioned, but I wanted to share with you guys something before I get into a bit of this process of intention setting. I wanted to share with you guys something that really stood out to me in 2022 that has guided me in my own goal setting process and I realized it has a lot of potency into how I am hoping to continue doing so in 2023. So for me personally in 2022 it was a super big year and I feel like this was such a trending word but everybody was really talking about inner child and doing inner child work and I find that to have been such a important cornerstone in my own healing process and my own wellness journey of acknowledging this inner child that is really within all of us. But I realized that there is this manifestation trifecta, if you will, which comes down to your inner child, your present you, and then your wiser self, which I'll get into in a moment. So for me, All of last year was kind of this big unraveling of my inner child, recognizing who this version of myself was, but in tandem also meeting this side of me that I've kind of coined as my wiser self. A lot of people refer to this as your higher self, your intuition, that deep knowing within you, your divine self. And this is a part of me that I feel like obviously has always been a really big guiding force but it wasn't it wasn't something that I really brought to my consciousness like I think it was it's always it is a subconscious part of everybody their wiser self is everybody has this amazing part of themselves but I think it was this year that I realized oh like consciously I have this piece of me that is my wiser self and I'm gonna start utilizing it and I want to explain how I've done so when it comes to manifesting. So to quickly backtrack here, as I said, our wiser self is really the truth of who you really are. Like if you stripped away everything, your wiser self would be the person who is this pure voice, this pure essence of authenticity. It's who you truly are and it's also who you're destined to be. I also correlate wiser self to being that version of myself who already has everything I desire. They have it all. Their timeline's ahead of me. They are the ones who I'm able to connect with to hold that larger vision that I have of my life, of myself, of my impact. Like that is really kind of the beacon of my destiny, if you will. And I've spoken before about this on the podcast and bear with me because I know I'm getting a little bit woo-woo here, but I found that after having really brought a lot of consciousness and worked a lot in deep meditations and manifestations with my wiser self, that there's almost this manifestation trifecta, which is our inner child, our present self, and then our wiser self. So where the wiser self is this beacon of truth, this vision holder, this version of you that you can connect with knowing that everything you desire is possible, where you can begin to work with that is with your present self, right? So you can be like, I have this deep knowing, I'm working with my wiser self in the present moment to get to where I want to go. And I think this comes down to a lot of really important pillars of intention setting. But then when it comes to your inner child, because we don't want to forget about this, I always consider my inner child kind of my gut check. It's really that 
part of me that just has super basic needs that need to be met. And while I am on track in my present day and utilizing my wiser self to get after all these amazing things, I feel like my inner child is always reminding me like, hey, let's make some time to rest. Let's make some time to play. Let's make some time to chill out and just enjoy and luxuriate and be with what is. And though we hold such beauty in what can be, like let's let's enjoy, let's savor. And it's only recently that when I've begun to work with this inner child, present you and wiser self, that everything has kind of like super sped. I've talked about this on the podcast before. I think it was with my episode with Sam Doyle on cycle syncing. And I was saying how I feel like with all of these components of myself, it's been able to quantum leap me into my manifesting and into my deepest desires because I'm working on multiple timelines. Like I'm not just working on this one linear road. I've made my manifestation process multidimensional. And I know this is very woo, but I want if you're with me, you're with me. And I want to share with you that it's really exciting to begin to work with this wiser self of you because that is the place where you're going to be calling a lot of what you authentically crave from. And I found if you're curious to begin tapping more into who your wiser self is, I found that a lot of my methods of connecting with her have been through meditations. I have a wonderful Joe Dispenza meditation that is a direct visualization meditation that has absolutely connected me to this wiser self. I do it a lot because I it feels so enriching. I found journaling to be so helpful because that's really where I begin to have dialogue with myself. And I find that actually that's where I'm having dialogue with all those three parts of myself, that inner child, present self, and wiser self. It all comes through in my journaling practice. And I think too, if you're like, "Hmm, I don't know if that's as much for me or I'll get there soon, but how do I do so on a much more simple level? I find that honestly, getting in your gratitude Getting honestly outside into sunlight, into nature is a wonderful place to just kind of strip away the noise and that ego shell and connect you a little bit more to who your true essence is. So I find that really allowing myself to even get off screens, get offline, be in my own zone and in my own flow allows me to connect to that version of myself. And what has been really cool, and if you're someone who has only lightly touched in this, um, I found that it was a little bit harder when I first started connecting to my wiser self. And again, this is a big 2023 goal in my spirituality category to continue to connect to this version of me with more ease. But the more and more you practice, the more clear it comes out of your subconscious and really into your conscious. And I find that these very mundane moments, like I'm in the shower or I'm on a walk and it's kind of these clear, this clear voice of truth. Honestly, my wiser self is like a great pep talker. She, she loves to cheerlead. And, you know, especially if I'm in maybe the throes of some self-doubt or insecurities or whatever human experience I'm in, um, it will come to me, this version of myself will come to me kind of as that like beam of truth being like, yeah, but like let's strip away all those things because we really know what's like actually here and what's maybe more at the heart of this than what you think it is on a surface level. So I love this and I just wanted to share a bit of that practice with you because I found kind of as reflecting on my 2022 that that has been a huge part of my growth and really, really getting into this amazing flow that has just felt so invigorating and made me feel so alive. Did you know that 77% of UTIs are relapse infections? Relapse infections are UTIs caused by old bacteria that survived antibiotic treatment. Thanks to Momotaro Apotheca, you no longer need to stay in the chronic UTI cycle. Their newest UTI super supplement was created specifically for acute and recurrent UTIs. Plant-derived and flora-friendly, their urinary tract and bladder support supplement has ingredients proven in clinical settings to target and remove pathogens associated with most UTIs from the urinary tract. 
Their capsules make it easy to prevent and treat infection at the source. Momotaro Apotheca is offering bedside listeners an exclusive discount to their product suite. Head to momotaroapotheca.com and use the discount code bedside to access your next best ritual. That's momotaroapotheca.com, discount code bedside. B-E-D-S-I-D-E. In general, I really have a super good feeling about 2023 for all of us. I think we've had a lot of learnings and lessons and moved through a lot of uncertainty and it feels like there's just a lot of momentum and good energy. And I think too, like people are ready to kind of hit refresh in a really empowering way this time around. I know I've been really feeling it and it's so funny because this break I've been doing, this is actually like a component of the reset that I want to share with you, but this break I've been doing a ton of clearing of my space. So I have just been getting rid of so many things because I'm in this mindset of really, really wanting to refine. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to kind of come out of the shadow and out of the cobwebs. I am ready. I'm so excited to kind of enter this next more light and refreshed version of myself. I almost feel like it's that feeling when you're coming out of a shower or you're like just took an amazing refreshing dip in the pool. Like it just, that's how I want 2023 to feel. I want it to be lighter. And so what I've been doing in my process of intention setting before I even got started on making any lists was I actually felt really called to just purge a ton of stuff. So I went through my closets. I went through the junk drawers. I went through all like the mystery cabinets and pulled everything out that kind of over the past year has just been shoved in a drawer or put away really quickly. And it has been so incredible to just get rid of stuff. And I mean, I'm even talking about my closet. Like I have been going so deep into items that I still like kind of even found myself having attachment to that I'd normally still keep. But this year and this time around, I'm like, no, get rid of it. I've had it for five years. I've worn it three times. I know I love it or I know I think it's a great label, but like, let's go. Let's get rid of it. Let's make space for calling in new amazing stuff and I'm a firm believer that when you are in your intention setting and your manifestation process you have to clear space if you want to make space for things whether that's physical whether that's mental whether that's spiritual whether it is in a digital world as well like we have to work on cleaning up our spaces so if you're feeling like you're not even ready to set your intentions yet you're still kind of like I don't know I'm feeling rushed I'm feeling this urgency I'm feeling a lot of pressure I don't know where to begin honestly start with clearing and I think I've been doing my physical space right now and getting rid of a lot of stuff. Next, I'm going to start working on my digital space. I just want to clear inboxes. I want to organize just all different places and kind of make sure that there are no messy corners for me like on the internet or on my desktop. I'm ready to just get everything tidied. Honestly, like my hard drive on my computer is really full. I'm like, we got to clear that out. I got to make space. I heard somewhere on a podcast, someone was talking about how when they make, when they're manifesting certain partnerships or collaborations with other companies, they make a list, but they always leave room at the end of their list because they always leave room for just that possibility. And I loved that concept. Like keep space clean in all different categories of your life so that you're leaving room for the unknown. So you're leaving room for the possibility of things. And I think this ties in so perfectly to this concept of intention setting versus resolution setting. It's like the intentions have that room for flexibility. And same with when you're clearing and keeping space open for flexibility and possibility. It just is letting go of that tight grip of what a specific outcome should look like and leaving just room for opportunity, room for a little sprinkle of surprise, if you will. So I love that concept and I think it is a wonderful place to start. But I think too, the biggest component of a reset ritual is letting yourself take your time. Remember that authentic intention setting requires time. So Really gift that to yourself and let this process be a multi-day or even a whole month 
long endeavor to really craft your list of intentions. At the end of the day, you are the one making the rules and I just am such a believer in taking your time in this process. So a quick pre-ritual before you get into everything. I think it's really impactful to pick a day of the week and block out time for yourself to get started on this reset ritual. So whether or not you want to block out an hour, 30 minutes, half a day, a whole day, just pick a day in the week ahead, two weeks ahead, whenever you're ready, and just block out some time for you to intention set. And I think what's so good about this is that you are pacing yourself out and you're letting yourself get excited for setting your intentions and making it more easeful to drop into the flow. So it's not like, oh my God, I need to do this right now. It's like, no, I know that tomorrow that I have some time set aside for me to do this and you get to prepare for it and get excited around it. So I would say, a huge helpful piece of this equation is just planning ahead. And for me, I decided that I'm not going to do this all in one sitting. I actually am using the entire month of January to easefully time block out different moments in my weeks of when I want to tackle different parts of this intention setting process. I would say then step two for this pre-ritual is really kicking off your reset by doing an activity that's going to drop you into this mode of me time, this this good vibe, high vibe space where you're ready to actually do it. You know, we want to be clear-minded. We want to be connecting to this wiser self within us. So I recommend putting on like the day that you know that you're going to be doing this for yourself or even right before you go into any of your rituals, put on a vibey playlist, stretch, take a nice bath or shower, make a yummy meal. I know I'm probably going to be meditating or honestly do some movement, get those endorphins going, but really treat yourself like kind of give yourself that moment to get into the flow and get into a really present mindset before you sit down to map out your intentions and then the third step is about finding and curating an environment where you are excited to intention set so make it a vibrant space whether you are going to be at home find all those things that are going to make you feel cozy and relaxed light a candle make a tea Put on comfy sweats, grab your favorite pen and paper situation if you're someone who likes to write stuff down and write it out. Like I mentioned, the worksheet can also be downloaded on an iPad. So if that's for you and you want to use this in a more digital version, like get cozy on the sofa, whatever is going to be kind of an environment where you can get in the flow. I would also say you could also plan to go to a local coffee shop if that's more your speed. And even alternatively, if you're like, no, I don't even like the concept of intention setting with pen and paper because we all work and download and resonate with information in different ways. I would say if writing isn't for you, try using the voice memo app on your phone. I've done this a couple times before while I'm on a long walk and record your stream of thoughts, record your intentions, record your reflection of 2022 and really give yourself that time. I think it's so great to do it on a walk specifically because if you're not in a place where you get a lot of privacy, you can just be outside, go outside. It looks like you're on a phone call. I do this all the time, especially if I find myself in a rut. I'll go on a walk and I'll put on the voice memo app and I'll just talk myself through. I'll talk about the situation, whatever's going on, my different ideas around it. And I pro- every time I do this, I feel so much more refreshed after. So that's a fun tip if you're, you're, if you're less about writing and maybe more about talking it out. So that is a bit of the pre-ritual environment, vibe setting, scheduling moment. So you just feel really prepared for it and you can easily get into the flow because that's what we want. We don't want to feel like, oh my God, I'm already behind. I need to get after this now because that's really when it's when we're in an urgent space that we're looking around to others for advice. We're looking around to others for how they are living their own lives and we're almost doing it in a way that feels like, oh, well, I guess they have it all together so I should kind of mimic how they're doing their thing and 
I want to allow us to not have to go down that route and to really get to the heart of what we truly desire. So allowing yourself to get into the flow and do things on your own timeline is huge. I would say that's the biggest part of this entire process is really allowing yourself to settle into your own space in your own way and on your own timing. And that's really how you're going to get everything you want out of your 2023 intentions. So once you've kind of mapped out how you want to plan for doing your actual ritual, now we're going to get into the bones of it itself. So a big piece of getting into what you currently desire is to take a moment to reflect on your past year. I think this is a great warm up and I included this section in the worksheet and it's just this total free writing section. And I think it's great to really just write honestly about what this past year has meant for you. And you have my full permission to really get messy and scribbly with it and don't hold back. Like just go for it. I like to personally pull out like an eight and a half by 11 sheet of printer paper and I just go for it. The good parts, the tough parts, the lessons, the joy, what really worked for me, what I'm excited to improve upon. And I really just like take a moment to fill myself with gratitude and what everything kind of amounted to in this past year. I think reflection is a really great exercise to launch you into your reset section, which is really where you can assess and take inventory of all the categories in your life that you are excited to create action around. So this is kind of the meat and potatoes of the intention setting. On the worksheet, I listed out all different categories between personal life, career, and then wellness. And then from there, made subcategories. And I gave some examples of different subcategories that you can go into and left some blank space for you to create your own. Things like spirituality, wellness, sexual wellness. But I really like to look at my life when I'm doing a reset in each of the categories because it allows me to see, okay, this is what I'm doing in each section already and this is what I'm excited to get more into. I'll give you a bit of an example of a few of the categories in my personal life that I'm really excited to enhance. So under my personal life, like I mentioned, because that's the category that I'm working under, a subcategory is around wellness rituals that I'm looking forward to explore a bit. For me, I know that my professional life is about to be a really, really big step and leap that I'm taking this year, especially as I work on this new company of mine. And in tandem with that, I know my inner child is telling me, well, you got to make sure that you're padding in enough rest and relaxation and play. So for me, I'm really excited about implementing some new wellness rituals around caring for my nervous system, getting lymphatic drainage, facials, massages, dry brushing, all of these things. And I decided, I think a limiting belief of mine before was just that, oh, I can't do all these things because they're expensive and they're frivolous. And I realized that If I can put them in my calendar, I can begin to implement them in a way that works for me. And as long as it's in the calendar, it's going to get done. And so I can decide at the top of the month, like, hey, let's say it's a monthly massage or a monthly facial or whatever, a monthly wellness ritual. It could be any of the above and deciding, hey, okay, yeah, I've got some room. I've got some time to make an appointment with someone with a practitioner or you know what? Things are feeling a little tighter this month. I think I'm going to do something at home and DIY it, but still really give myself a treatment. And so I really want to be able to enable this and empower myself to get into wellness rituals in a deeper way and really prioritize them for myself and also like think outside the box, right? So that's a category I'm really excited to get into in 2023. Another one that I wanted to share with you guys on the topic of decluttering, I'm really excited to create a bit of a capsule wardrobe. I feel like I'm so ready to come even more into my authentic style and expression. That's always been a really big part of myself, but I'm like really craving to get to this next 
level and this is a bit of my intuition that I'm feeling that all of us are ready for is just to like step into a bit more of this power within us all and for me that really comes through in how I dress how I express myself so I'm really excited I decided I'm like I said I'm ridding so many things in my closet it feels so good I'm selling it off I'm consigning it I'm donating and I'm leaving a lot of space for me to collect more items for a capsule wardrobe something that is really flexible it's less trend based of course I still love leaning into certain trends but also allowing myself to really develop this tasteful chic style that I've been really excited and I've always had it but I think I'm just ready to refine it on a whole new level and kind of a subcategory of this you guys which I included this on the worksheet is intention settings around sexual wellness practices one of them along the lines of clothing is getting rid of any old underwear I know you know what I'm talking about (laughs) just like the end of the month gross underwear it's so embarrassing but I hold on to it because I'm just like it's it's my end of the month pair you know the drill and I'm ready to just get rid of that in the name of my sexual wellness in name of my intimacy and love life I'm getting rid of gross underwear and I'm also updating my sleepwear I decided I'm so eager and of course I know these are all like material things I'm mentioning right now I have a lot of spiritual and non-tangible things that I'm about to share but I really am so excited to just get rid of Some of these old t-shirts that I'm so attached to that I still sleep in most nights. I'm like, get rid of it. I'm so ready to get cute sleepwear and that is absolutely going to be helping in the sexual wellness category for me. So I'm really excited about that. I hope this is inspiring you to also maybe get rid of those gross underwear. Just like go get a new five pack somewhere and call it a day. (laughs) We all can commit to that for ourselves. And then a big one for me especially like I said as I'm going into a big career moment is working on really strong boundaries around stopping work at a certain time of day and less screen time and really allowing myself to have good work boundaries so when work is done I can live my life I can hang out with friends I can hang out with my partner I can establish intimacy with the people that I love and that just feels really 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 important to me as I go into the new year so I hope that this kind of helps give you an idea I have so many categories like this and you'll see more clearly on the reset section of the worksheet that you'll see that there's so many different categories that you can sub things into like I mentioned I left blank space for you to kind of create your own categories that work for you but I'm just really excited about breaking things down in a way that speaks to who I am excited to be the person and version of myself I'm really excited and honestly really ready to step into and so this just feels like such a great time to get into the implementation of it all and um, I want to share a few tools with you that I've also been utilizing I know people are big vision boarders I was talking to a friend yesterday and she was telling me how much she vision boards and I couldn't believe it I am not I kind of vision board I'm starting to I'll share some of the things that I'm doing but she's the type of girl she like goes to Staples gets the poster board has spreads magazines on the floor cuts things out glues things on I actually was facetiming my mom today she she was doing that she's such a tangible lady um and I realized that's so important for some people's processes my friend who I was talking to said that the way that she manifested and set her goal for moving to Thailand a couple years ago was she made this entire vision board and she was like I don't know if it would have happened if I didn't make that vision board because it was something I looked at every day and served as a reminder for me to go for it and I loved that so much I am less of a like cut out magazine IRL person I like to create some vision boards in digital spaces and I actually found this amazing website it's called landing space I'm linking it in the show notes for vision boarding and it has been so cool because I kind of am able to drag different images that I have on my Pinterest boards different shopping links different 
whatever and kind of collage everything into one board for the different categories. And I'll actually share with you guys a few of the boards that I've personally worked on in the show notes too. I have one that I built for my capsule wardrobe, which is great because I was able to pull inspiration pictures. And then from there, I actually found some like links to more affordable places that I could buy similar pieces that were still high quality, but like not thousands of dollars like kind of a middle ground and so I have loved 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 using this and it kind of helps bring an actual vision to the things that I'm calling in and I know so many of us are hyper visual so it's so helpful another vision board that I was working on kind of it feels very bedsidey I highly recommend first of all guys like put on I have it in in the worksheet but like make a little subcategory for yourself for how you're gonna enhance your bedside table I love this like maybe you get a new lamp maybe you just reorganize it and clean out the drawers maybe it's time for you to get some new toys or whatever it is I love the concept of revamping your bedside table I personally do this a lot it's just a habit of mine that I kind of tend to do once a quarter as I just like refresh it clean it out, restock it with whatever I need, like condoms, lubes, anything you can think of. Um, So that's already been a big practice of mine, but I highly recommend if you aren't in the practice of it, just give yourself a little bedside table revamp. I made a vision board for not my bedside table, but I should because that would be really fun. But I made a vision board for what I'm coining as my desk side, (laughs) which is just basically my desk. I work from home and I realize environments are so important for me in how I manifest, how I intention set. It just really, really matters what environments are for me in all categories. Like the design of my home matters. I really care when I travel about how the Airbnb looks. It just makes me feel good. And so I realized I definitely have an opportunity to kind of bedsideify my... (laughs) my desk. So I made a vision board just quickly to update lighting, to get a few more organizational systems going. I'm probably going to do a nice little Ikea run or Facebook marketplace haul um, just to kind of update that because I know that I'm really going to need a lovely space that's conducive to me getting in the flow and in my creativity, similar to how I do that with my bedside and my sex and intimate life. So I hope that's helpful with vision boarding, but I wanted to also share with you guys, you know, the pre-ritual, the reflection, the resetting, and then it goes into implementation. So I think where, you know, resolutions historically go wrong is that we don't create a proper system for us to implement what we want to get done. We just are like, nope, we're going to make all this happen somehow in thin air. I'm going to like go to the gym every single day, which I mean, honestly, I guess that works for some people. But if you were to tell me like you have to go to the gym every single day, it's not happening unless I put it in my damn calendar. So I really believe in creating systems around how you can get things actually done. Like I mentioned, the way that I'm getting my wellness rituals done, I'm putting in an actual calendar hold for the top of every month as a reminder for me to either make an appointment or book some time that month for me to do a ritual of my own at home in more of a DIY way. And I just live and breathe personally by my Google Calendar. I did an entire episode about this on how to build a pleasure practice. I'll link it in the show notes as well where I talk about how I build in my pleasure practices into my Google Calendar, how I love color coding, but I really, really, really believe in general using a calendar, whether it's analog, whether it's digital, is what helps put intentions into actionable steps, and then that's what helps put things into motion. So then a year from now, you'll be like, oh wow, I basically checked off every single thing that I put on my intention list for 
2023. And I also recommend in that calendar system, just putting a quick hold for six months from now, being like revisit your intentions so that you can kind of, if you've fallen off the track, if things have slipped away, you can have a moment to go back to everything that you put down and kind of have a little six month refresh. Or, you know, you could do this quarterly. You could have that like whatever cadence you want to do it at. But yeah, I just, I really believe in having a system for yourself and accountability system maybe you can even have an accountability buddy in certain things I was talking to my friend the other day because we were inspired by like I mentioned earlier that episode that I did with Sam Doyle about cycle syncing and creating a monthly archetype for yourself go ahead and listen to that episode if you haven't already it's such a good one but my friend called me and she's like I just listened to the episode like we should like let's be accountability buddies for texting at the top of every month what our archetypes are and I was like I'm down let's do it so bring people into your system as well or if you have a certain category of intention setting that let's say it's like your social life or your community life you know that's really where you can involve other people in your process where I don't know maybe you're having like weekly FaceTime calls with certain people or maybe you have the accountability of showing up to like what I'm doing a weekly my tennis clinic so I think it's kind of interesting to devise ways that You can digitally set up accountability that you can set it up for yourself, set it up amongst friends or other people who have like-minded goals and just create a system for yourself that's going to help you check off everything that you desire. Anyways, so I know that was a lot, but I'm kind of basing everything off of the worksheet that I developed. So like I mentioned, if you're eager to download it, head to the show notes or to the link in our Instagram bio at the bedside to download the 2023 Reset Ritual Worksheet. And yeah, just really as you're going through this, you know, my biggest question that I keep asking myself as I've been setting intentions is really coming back to the idea of does this support the life that I'm trying to create? Does this support the larger vision? Is this helping me meet what I see for myself, what I crave for myself, what I know is possible for myself, what my wiser self is clearly holding vision for me, what I have been gifted to download and be passionate about? Is this supporting that? And always kind of coming back to that question and, you know, be allow yourself to really like like you don't have to do this perfectly like I said like you can go back you can edit you can rewrite you can audit you can refine you know this process is really about working with yourself chipping things away getting to the core essence of things and that takes time so I'm really excited for this year I'm so excited for you to try implementing this process and I hope that it's helpful for you in some way you know whether or not you get you you know utilize this process like I said or whether or not you riff off of it in your own way just do what works for you this is such a powerful time to really just reevaluate this past year and get excited about everything that's to come And my hope for you is to just feel really empowered and lit up about the process of it all. So to quickly recap the 2023 Reset Ritual, the first component is all about reframing what resolutions mean for you, get into the core of intention setting, and in that reframe process, set up your pre-ritual of how you look forward to get into intention setting, creating environments, scheduling when you want to get into the flow, and then from there, part two, getting into your reflection of what this past year has meant for you, the good, the tough parts, the joy, the lessons, all of that. And the third part, getting into your reset ritual, identifying all the different categories in your life that you are excited to implement new rituals and lifestyle changes into. And then the fourth step is the implementation process, accountability process, the systems process, where you can really kind of plug and play all of those different intentions into tangible steps and takeaways. 
And then of course, using any of the tools that you feel like are gonna enhance your process, whether that is using voice memos, whether that is vision boarding, calling a friend, cleaning and clearing, decluttering your space, time blocking, putting things into the calendar, really utilize all of your tools in this process. It's going to make it feel so good. And yeah, I don't know. Let's make 2023 the year that we really create systems that work for us. I'm really excited about this element of surprise, this room for spontaneity that we allow in this process of manifesting and just let yourself kind of be able to go with the flow because once you can set those bigger visions for yourself, sometimes you don't even fully need a plan for everything. Like there are going to be things that are super clear that you need a plan for that you're ready to like implement in certain ways but there are other things that I feel like you sometimes just have to be like okay like I am ready to be guided into this and however it is going to unfold for me however it should look for me I am literally a passenger like so often I love just being like I'm I'm simply a passenger on this journey of life and I do not always need to be the one driving the school bus like I sometimes get to chill and be in the back seat and be like where are we going oh okay where are we turning oh okay so lean into that and let yourself kind of settle into the flow of how things pan out the biggest piece is really just putting into the universe those intentions those desires that you crave um, because once they're there it's like it's out there. It's it's in it's in the ether. It's like good to go. It's doing its thing and it's percolating and things are getting done on their own divine timeline. So, I love just putting it out there and being like, "Okay, that's it. I've done my piece. All the rest is ways to begin implementation if you're excited to really really get after something but again no pressure like I really want to look at this time completely differently than what a lot of media tells us to do or how to do it. With that said, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. If you love this episode, if you're inspired by it, please be sure to rate and review on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you feel like this topic would serve someone that you know and love, feel free to text it to a friend of yours, to text it to somebody who you are hoping to be an accountability buddy in your process of intention setting. I feel like this is just a great way to reframe how to get after what you want this year and um, inspire other people along the way. So be sure to share this. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, be sure to also take the play survey that I've linked in the show notes and also in our Instagram bio. It's super easy and it'll help you become a more fun part of where we're going and what we're building and I'm just excited to have you guys alongside me and really building this thing with me so I hope you have an incredible New Year's however you're spending it and no pressure just take your time with however you are ready to step into 2023 all right guys I will catch you next week and thanks for tuning in have a good one bye Thank you for listening to The Bedside Podcast. If you liked this episode and want to follow along with similar stories and interviews, be sure to check out our Instagram at The Bedside and thebedside.co online. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and of course, share with your friends. It's the best way you can support us and our good sex mission. Thank you for listening. Bye.